far would you go to be popular and hot? Would you resist temptation? No, you would not. I am not a person who can typically watch the same movie over and over and over, but I'll make an exception for me, girls. I mean, come on. How can you not like the drama and truthfulness of the movie? But what was so great about Regina George? And why does she get to call all the shots? Regina George. How do I even begin to explain Regina George? Regina George is flawless. She has two Fendi purses and a silver Lexus. I hear her hair is insured for $10,000. I hear she does car commercials in Japan. Her favorite movie is Varsity Blues. One time she met John Stamos on a plane. And he told her she was pretty. One time she punched me in the face. It was awesome. She was it because the girls idolized her beauty, size, status? Hi, and welcome to the first episode of Not So Fetch. I'm Meredith, and I explore how modern culture and norms influence adolescent girls. Today, we'll be diving into how competition has impacted teens and their personal perception of themselves. As the famed Regina George once said, at least you guys can wear halter tops. I have man shoulders. Some of us have man shoulders. Does that mean we can't wear halter tops? Of course not. Silly Regina. Halters are for man shoulders. With a score of 86% Rotten Tomatoes, it is without a doubt that the movie Mean Girls is good. But is it good for the wrong reasons? Just like in society today, the movie focuses far too much on physical beauty and weight. The plastics are goals and they advertise a dress store that only carries sizes 1, 3, and 5. Newsflash, there are more than three sizes. In fact, the average size of women in America today is 14. Nice try. We still wear pink on Wednesdays. The movie that was released almost 15 years ago is still extremely relevant in the way young girls compete with each other. The age of adolescence is a very influential period in one's life especially teenage girls. This is when they are trying to figure out who they are. And guess who's to blame? That's right, puberty. Gee, thanks, Mother Nature. Young girls develop an emotional sensitivity at a very crucial time in their life. Of course, we all want to be well-liked and popular, but at what cost? Social media status, school performance, and athletic ability seem to be the origin for most insecurities. With the help of pop culture and the ever-increasing social media movement, Young girls are trying to find their worth in their outer appearance rather than expressing who they truly are. When they don't obtain the teen, grade, or gene size desire, it is an instant blow to any self-confidence they have. Consequently, it is proven that teenage girls experience higher rates of depression, anxiety, as well as other mood disorders. Extreme competition not only affects the emotional well-being of over 20% of teens, but also jeopardizes physical health as well. One specific consequence of the never-ending game of competition is the influx in eating disorders. In fact, 50% of people in the United States either have an eating disorder or know someone who does. And do you want to know what is even more staggering? 95% of people who do have an eating disorder are women between the ages of 12 and 25. 12? That's ridiculous. Negative body image is directly influenced by mass media. Celebrities, fashion models, and show hosts are often seen as role models, especially teenagers. Some, not all, but a significant amount associate their fame and success with beauty, wealth, and weight. Hence the term thin ideal media. Thin ideal refers to media images, shows, and films that contain very thin female leads. This is something that comes up a lot in fashion magazines, clothing catalogs, and pop culture television shows. Thin ideal media highlights the idea that thinness is a good and desirable thing to be, even if it is to a level that is potentially damaging to a person's health. And what's being done to stop this? Take the Victoria's Secret fashion show, for example. Sure, I love to watch it, but I like to care about myself afterwards. These models are idolized as perfect and having body goals. 
While these issues have been somewhat addressed with the inclusion of plus-size models, there is still a negative stigma around being plus-size. Why do plus-size models lack the attention and coverage when compared to the traditional ideal of a supermodel? And why is it so hard to accept ourselves as we are created? Sure, we all have things we would like to change about ourselves or be better at, but as cliche as this sounds, we need to cherish our bodies and minds that we have because we only get one, unless you believe in reincarnation, and then you get multiple. And the fashion show is just a small drop in the ocean. It seems that everything nowadays revolves around the idea of perfection. And while perfection is good for some, it can be damaging to others. Janice Ian said it best. There are two kinds of evil people in this world. Those who do evil stuff and those who see evil stuff being done and don't try to stop it. So let's stop putting these things in our own personal burn book. We deserve to be happy with who we are. That's it for this week's episode of Not So Fetch. Come back next Friday to hear how parents, coaches, and other important authority figures can help adolescent girls navigate this tumultuous time.